so good. So good. All right, well, we are going to jump into God's Word and we are starting a brand new series this morning called Words to Live By. Everyone say Words to Live By. Yes, come on. Let's have some interaction this morning. Make sure you're not sleeping. It was a late night for me last night, so I want to make sure we're all awake. Keep me going. We were at a, a we were at a ball yesterday evening celebrating 20 years of Streetwise, which is the, the youth club that was launched here in, in the church. Um, and Jerry and Elaine have done an incredible job and still do um, serving the community and not just helping young people. But yeah, it was a late one. So let's uh, and keep engaged, make sure I don't drop off during the... <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So yeah, we're looking at this series, Words to Live By, which I believe will just... It's going to help improve our lives. It's going to help empower us to live better, live stronger, be more confident, more secure in our lives, in our identity. Because, you know, there's an area of our lives where I believe that all of us are under attack, where we can find ourselves getting beaten down and broken in one way or another. And that is our thought life. It's our thought life. And so whilst a lot of the time we talk about our actions, we talk about the stuff and the things that we do, um, what we're going to do is we're going to look at actually what we think. Because I believe that it's more important to look at what we think than what we do. Because, you know, your thought life is far more important than perhaps any of us realise. And as we go on this series, Ruth is probably going to share later on, and she is all about the science and the psychology of thoughts and thinking and how your brain works. And if I'm honest, I am much more simplistic than that. So she will share with you the science, and I'm just going to get really basic with you this morning. And we're just going to, we're going to set the foundation today, and then over the weeks to come, we're going to build on that and just really look at how our thoughts Uh, can impact the way we live because you know I believe that the direction of our life follows our strongest thoughts the direction that our lives move is following the strongest thoughts in our mind and so if your thoughts are full of faith if your thought life is full of God's truth then the direction of your life will be becoming more and more like him each day But on the flip side of that, if your thoughts are negative, if your thoughts are polluted, if your thoughts are toxic, then I promise you, you will not be living in the fullness of the joy that God has for your life. It is so important that we get our thought life under control, that we are aware of what it is that we're thinking in order to make sure that the direction of our lives is heading where God wants it to go. It says this in Romans chapter 8. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your minds leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life. And it leads to peace. Our lives move in the direction of our strongest thought. Does anyone else talk to themselves? Just me. Not just me. Okay. Thank goodness. I think a lot of us have this kind of internal dialogue that's fairly constant as we go throughout the day. Whether we're even fully aware of it or not, we're kind of talking to ourselves. And sometimes that, that internal dialogue is, is positive and actually it's pleasing to God. But, but other times it can be really destructive. 
our internal dialogue, the conversations that we're having with ourselves can actually be quite destructive. And, and I believe that if we really analyze the thoughts that go on in our heads throughout the day, we, we could possibly get to the end of the day and, and, and recognize that actually we wouldn't talk to other people the way we talk to ourselves. We wouldn't talk to other people the way that we talk to ourselves. And so we need to ask ourselves the question, are the words that we're speaking over our lives, are they words that build us up or are they words that are tearing us down? Is our internal dialogue building us up or is it tearing us down? In Ephesians 4, 29, it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up and fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And, and that's talking about the way that we speak to other people. But I, I believe that we can apply this verse also to the way that we speak to ourselves. Because we need to be mindful and we need to be aware of how it is that we are speaking to ourselves. What that internal dialogue sounds like. And so we need to be aware that actually if, the, if our thought life is focused around sinful things, around negative or critical thinking, then we're not doing things the way God intended it to, to be. So actually what we need to see is a shift, like we've already read in Scripture, that our minds become controlled by the Holy Spirit. And I know sometimes we perhaps don't like that word controlled because we like to be in control. But actually, when we hand over our lives to God, we hand over our lives and we say, God, you be in control. Because when I lead my life, I am going way off path. But when I hand over control of my life to God then it will move in the right direction. It will be heading in the best direction. He will take us where he has got planned for us. And that is far greater than anything that we could cook up or we could try to do on our own. So we need to allow our minds as well as our bodies to be controlled by the Spirit of God and allow our thought life to be consistent with honouring him. With honouring him. And so if your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts, then that obviously begs the question, are we excited about the direction that our lives are going? If our strongest thoughts are directing the way in which we move, are we happy in the direction that we're going? Maybe you've not asked yourself that question before. Maybe you've not thought about life that, like that. And so actually, if you're sitting here and thinking, well, no, I'm not particularly happy with the way my life is heading right now, then hopefully this series will help to just encourage you and maybe implement a shift that gets you back onto the path that is following Christ, that is honoring God, and that is taking us where he wants us to go. It says in Romans chapter 12, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. In the New Living Translation, it says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do you know what I love about that verse is that it's not me changing me. It's God changing me. It's not me changing me, it's God changing me. And this renewal, this change, this reformation of the way that we think is what's going to shift and change the direction of our lives. 
I heard something the other day that, that really stood out to me, and it's this. It says, so much of life pain isn't about what happens to you. It isn't about what happens to you. It's about how you think about what happens to you. And that really, really stood out to me because actually it's not a passive thing where we just allow circumstances to to change the way we feel and the way we think. But actually it requires some action because there's a, a war going on in our minds, a spiritual war, a spiritual battle that is going on in the world around us. And we need to be aware of that because there is this battle between our sin nature and our spirit nature that is fighting for control in our minds. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10 it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. And as we were praying this morning before the service, Michael prayed exactly that prayer for us, having no clue what we were preaching on this morning, which, amen, that is a confirmation that this is exactly what God wants to speak to us this morning. But the the weapons that we fight with have divine power to destroy strongholds. Divine power to destroy strongholds because we fight with prayer. We fight with the word of God. We fight with the sword of the spirit. We fight with the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the belt of truth. And these spirit weapons have divine power to destroy strongholds. Come on. That word strongholds in the, in the Greek is okuroma. Okuroma, and it means castle or, or prison, but perhaps a more literal translation is a prisoner locked up by deception. A prisoner locked up by deception. And so a stronghold, in the context of what we're reading Paul writing here, is someone trapped in the prison of their thoughts, in the prison of their minds. And that's a real powerful thing because, I don't know, maybe we don't even realize that we are bound up and we are locked up and we are uh, in prison because of what is going on in our thought life, because of what is going on in our minds. And so actually when we're living in a kind of wrong mindset, when we are even unaware of the fact that we are being held captive by what we're thinking, by the the things that are going on inside of our minds, it stops us from being who God created us to be. It's a spiritual trap and all of us are facing it, whether we acknowledge it or not. But here's what Paul says as he goes on to write in verse 5. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. We take every thought captive to obey Christ. In the New Living Translation, it says, We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. And we capture their rebellious thoughts and we teach them to obey Christ. We teach them to obey Christ. So when we have rebellious thoughts... We capture them and we teach them to obey Christ. Where we have critical thoughts, we capture them and we teach them to obey Christ. Where we have negative thoughts, we capture them and we teach them to obey Christ. We make them become obedient 
to Christ. In Proverbs 18, it says the power of life and death are in the tongue. But you know, there's a real importance between the connection between the words that come out of our mouth and what is going on in our mind. Because who knows, we can have the right words to say, but they can mean absolutely nothing if we don't agree with them in our minds. You know, as a parent, we try to instill uh, good manners and good responses to, to life. And so for our boys, for example, if, if they get into a fight or an argument, which inevitably they do on a daily, if not hourly basis about one thing or another, if they get into an argument and maybe someone gets hurt, then we'll gather them in and we'll say what's gone on and they'll tell us this tale of woe and it's convoluted and it's full of nonsense and it's all about Lego or football or whatever it might be. And so once they've finished telling us what's happened, we're like, well, one of you has hurt the other one. Or maybe both of you have done something wrong. And so what is it in this moment that you need to do to make this right? And so we encourage them that actually you need to apologize. You need to say sorry. Has anyone ever heard a child apologize before? In that kind of situation? <sighs> sorry. <laughs> and you're like, no, come back. <laughs> Let's try that again. Say you're sorry. Look them in the eyes so they know that you mean sorry. <laughs> it's so funny because sometimes we can have the words, but actually the words mean nothing. There's no weight behind the words if we don't believe what it is that we're saying. We've got to believe it. It's great to speak stuff out and there is power in declaring God's word, but if we don't believe it, it means nothing. It means nothing. And so we need to go through this process that Paul is talking about of renewing our minds, of being transformed by God into not a changed person, but a brand new person by changing the way we think. A brand new person. And so that's the focus that we're going to be looking on in the weeks to come under this theme of words to live by. And we're going to just pull out some scriptures and some declarations that, that we can use as these weapons to fight against this spiritual battle that goes on in our minds. And maybe you've heard these verses before time and time again, or maybe they will be brand new and fresh to you. But I believe that as we delve into these verses and these declarations of biblical truth, that it can transform our minds, that it can renew our thinking so that we can continue on the journey that God is calling us to do, to become more and more like him as we change our thinking, as we renew our minds. So what negative thoughts are dominating your thinking? What is the internal dialogue that is going on in your mind? Maybe you just need to spend some time, perhaps not now, but maybe during the week and just Maybe just become a little bit more aware of what it is that you're saying to self, the words that you're speaking over yourself. Maybe you're saying, I just, I can't get it all done. I'm undisciplined. I'm, I'm inconsistent in spending time with God. I need, to, I need to do more in order to prove myself. I need to work harder. I need to be better in order to, to show people that I am good enough. Maybe you're saying, my failures define me. Maybe you're saying, I will never achieve my dreams. 
Whatever it is, whatever it is that, that you're saying to yourself, we need to recognize it. Say recognize it. Keeping you on your toes. We need to recognize it. We need to capture it. Say capture it. We need to recognize it. We need to capture it. And then we need to replace it. Come on. We need to replace it with the truth that comes from God's word. And this, this incredible book is just filled to the brim with biblical truth that we can declare over our lives, over those negative and critical and toxic thoughts to shift the direction that we are going. Let me just give you some examples. I have everything I need to do everything that God calls me to do. That's in 1 Peter, 2 Peter. Christ in me is more than enough. That's in 2 Corinthians. Worry is not my master. My faith is in God and in God alone. And you'll find that in John and 1 Peter and Psalm 62. There is no need to fear. Why? Because my God is with me. He will never leave me and he will never forsake me. That's in Deuteronomy. It is full, full to the brim of declarations that we can make over our lives to shift our thinking. And so we take those negative thoughts captive and we replace them with biblical truth. And you know, to do that, we need to be doing the first thing first and we need to be seeking God first. We need to seek first the kingdom of God. We know that verse, don't we? We've said it time and time again, but are we actually applying it every morning? Are we waking up and seeking first the kingdom of God? Seeking God first in every day, worshipping God first at the beginning of our week, fasting first at the beginning of our year, giving of our first fruits when it comes to finances through the local church. Are we seeking first the kingdom of God, believing that everything else will be added to us? We need to pray. We need to feast on his word. We need to speak out and declare his truth aloud because there's power in speaking out God's word. There's power in speaking it out, following this idea of of words to live by and it can completely transform and change our lives. It can knock us back from a path that's leading to destruction back onto a path that is leading to life. And so what I want to do is I'm going to give you some examples of of perhaps statements that you can declare over your life to to change your thinking in some areas. And and then I'm going to share some thoughts around, around words that I have used in my life in the past to change my thinking and to shift the direction of my life. And and actually what I've done is I've created a a page on our website. So you can go to our website, hopechurchlitham.com, and on the top menu there's a, a button for our blog. And on there is an article full of of declarations from God's word that you can declare over your life under different headings to hopefully help you kind of get there. And it's not an exhaustive list. And by all means, just open God's word yourself and, and dig into it and see what you can find that will speak into your life and will speak into your situation. But if what you want is just a quick fix and you just want to not spend hours trawling through God's word, then I've done the hard work for you. And you can just go to our website and, and have a look. But I do encourage you daily, get into God's word. Find the truths that will speak into your life and into your situation. 
And so look at that list or, or study God's word and maybe come up with just like five, six, eight, ten, twelve statements that you can declare over your life, over your thought life, that you can speak daily, day in, day out, until you find that your thinking changes. Don't just do it once and think, that's it, I'm healed. Do it again and again and again and again and again until you recognize that actually your thought life is coming into line with the statements that you are declaring over your life. And then you will find that you are moving towards the joy and the blessings of God. So here are some examples, just quickly. If you are struggling with worry, you can declare, because of Christ, I'm not anxious about anything. I cast my cares on God because he cares for me. I have the peace of God dwelling in my heart and ruling my mind. And day after day after day, you declare that truth. You declare it until your mind comes in line with the words that you are speaking. If you don't know the will of God's for your life and maybe you're feeling a lack of purpose. And so every day you can declare, my life belongs to God. My life belongs to God. Daily I seek him and daily he directs my steps. I know his voice and he leads me to his perfect will. Maybe you're, you're struggling with a lack of self-confidence and so you can declare, my confidence is in Christ and in Christ alone. Because his spirit lives within me, I can do everything that he calls me to do. Maybe you find you're inconsistent in your time with God and, and although these words might not seem true at first, you can keep saying it and keep declaring it until it becomes truth. You can say, I love the living and dwelling presence of my good God. Praying is as important to me as breathing. God's word nourishes my soul. I depend on his presence every moment of every day. And as you speak out those words, it might seem silly at first because what you're saying doesn't match what you're living, but what you'll find is day after day after day, as you declare these words over and over again, there will be a shift in your thinking. There will be a shift in your living because God is transforming and renewing your mind. And so those are just some examples. And like I say, you can go to our website and you can find the headings and maybe pick out some declarations that are applicable to you and your thought life right now. Or there are many uh, tools and resources online to just search up topics and themes that you can then find scriptures. Maybe even in the back of your Bible, sometimes it has themes that you can search through to find just God's word and declarations that you can speak over your thought life to change those toxic, negative, critical thoughts into something that is positive, that is into something that is going to help you move in the direction that God is calling you to live. And so let me just share a personal example of, of something that I've worked through. And, and I'm not doing this for sympathy. Please don't think that in any way. I am not fishing for compliments or encouragement. I'm not looking for you to come up to me after the service and say, John, all that's nonsense. Because I know it's nonsense. And actually your words, no offense, mean nothing. Because 
it's only God's truth that can change my thinking. I need God to speak to me, not you. I need God to change my thinking, not you, not me. Only God can change the way that we think. So let me just share some things that I've worked through in the past. So, so I had this thought pattern that I, I found myself just day in, day out working through that said, I am not good enough. I am not good enough. I'm not a good enough husband, father, leader, preacher, pastor. I am not good enough. But I knew that that wasn't true. And actually what I saw was that that comparison played into that. And so I would find myself on social media and I would see other churches and other preachers and other pastors and other fathers and other husbands doing these incredible things. And we know that Instagram is just highlights and it's not real life. But comparison impacted my thinking. And so I found myself falling into this pattern of believing I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. But then the solution came from God's word. The solution comes from here. And so I found some declarations that I could speak over my life to shift those old thought patterns into something new to remind me that actually they are lies from the enemy. and That is not truth from God. And so I declared these words over me. God has gifted me and called me to do great things. I have the grace and the favor of Jesus Christ on my life. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I choose to humble myself and to serve today. I love where I am. I love what I get to do and I love who I get to do it with. I love the way that God created me and I celebrate the gifts and the talents that he has given me. And then finally, my significance comes from God and from God alone. And so day in, day out, I declared these thoughts over my life. I set them as a wallpaper on my phone so I would have a daily reminder of these truths to shift those lies, to shift those negative thoughts into something that was in line with God's word, that was true for my life. Because who know the enemy is out to get you, that he will drop thoughts into your mind that are absolutely nonsense, that are not true. Amen. But it's true. And God wants to bring us in line with his word. He wants us to declare his truths over his life and to keep on declaring it until the lies of our internal dialogue become broken, become captured, become under the authority of God's word. And it works. It works. Maybe it sounds like utter nonsense, but it works. I encourage you. Because if we're honest, all of us struggle with something. I don't believe that any of you sitting in this room here are thinking, John, this is nonsense. This is not for me. This is for someone else. I don't believe it. You're not being honest with yourself. Most of us, all of us are broken in some way. We have all been through something. We have all struggled with something. We all have thoughts in our lives that are lies from the enemy and not truth from God. And so we all have these insecurities, issues, sin struggles, whatever it might be. And that's just part of being human because we were born into sin. But we can't be plagued by that. We can't be ruled by that. And so look, just look at this from scripture about how Jesus came to heal our hearts. 
These words written in Isaiah 61 that actually Jesus stood up in the temple and declared at the beginning of his ministry about the purpose for his work and his, uh, his ministry on earth. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to those who are bound and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You see, Jesus was sent to heal our hearts. Jesus was sent to heal our hearts, to bring us to a place of freedom, to release us from bondage, to set us free onto the path of righteousness, to bring us to a place of health and of wholeness, to renew our minds, to transform us from the inside out. Because we can live our lives and pretend that everything is okay. But it's not okay, is it? It's not okay. And sometimes we struggle and sometimes we fear and sometimes we get a bit anxious and sometimes we feel depressed. And, you know, I touched on this a few weeks ago um, when we looked at Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane and he showed us that it's okay to not be okay. We can admit it. We can acknowledge it. I struggle with stuff sometimes. I'm not feeling good about whatever it is. It's okay to say that over your life. It's okay to share that with someone else because Jesus has come to heal our hearts. Jesus has come to set us free. Jesus has come to make us whole and healthy and well. And so through this process, through this process, he gives us the power. He gives us the weapons to take negative and critical thoughts captive and to bring them into submission under his truth. To make sure that our thoughts are moving in the direction of our lives towards his plan, his plan, down his path for his purpose in our life. God is good, isn't he? God is good. And the enemy is out to get us. We don't always talk about Satan and the devil and the dark spirits that are at work in this world, but it's true. We are in a spiritual battle. And the sooner we acknowledge the fact that we are in a spiritual battle, the sooner we can arm ourselves with the weapons that we need to fight back, to fight back through prayer, through God's word, through spending time with other believers. We can have these weapons that we can use to, to break down those strongholds to break off the chains, to become free to be all that God has called us to be. And so if you've heard this this morning and you recognize that actually there's something that needs to change in your thought life this morning, that actually you need some words to live by, then let's get before God. Let's get before God and allow him to speak truth over our lives. Because our identity doesn't come from the world around us. Our identity doesn't come from 
the thoughts that we have inside, our identity comes from God and from God alone. And so we need to get before God and allow him to change us into brand new people. Brand new people. Because we were born into sin and we all live lives that don't meet the standard of God. And so we need to become new. We need to become new. We need to be renewed and restored and refreshed by God. Not locked up by a lie, but set free by truth. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You know, when you declare it over and over and over again, you will get to a place where you begin to believe it. And if you've been doing it week in, week out, and you're still not seeing change in your thought life, don't give up. Keep going. Keep on declaring. Keep on speaking those truths that come from his word until your thought life changes. Until what's going on in here matches what's coming out of here. Because it's only then, it's only then that we will become on God's path. Satan is the father of lies, but Jesus, Jesus is the author of truth. And when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Why don't we pray? Yeah, Father, today, we just thank you that you are true. That nothing that you speak, nothing that you say, nothing that you do is anything but true. And we thank you that you have given us this word, this book, this collection of writings that we know are truth. And so, God, I pray that you would equip us and empower us and encourage us to get into your word each and every day, to seek first the kingdom of God. Not to allow the busyness of life, not to allow distractions to, to pull us away, but to, to seek first the kingdom of God. To look to you first above everything else. And so God, today I ask that you would inspire some people in this place, who are serious about living for you. God, to seek you honestly, to seek you openly and transparently and to acknowledge where we're weak, to acknowledge where we're vulnerable, to acknowledge where this internal dialogue, those words that we speak over ourselves day in, day out are filled with lies. God, I pray that you would reveal to us those thoughts that maybe we even believe to be true, but that you would reveal to us where they are lies, where they are negative, where they are critical, where they are toxic, that you would just reveal them to us so that we can capture them and so that we can bring them under the authority of your truth. So God, empower us to hear from you. Empower us to declare your truth in a way that would change our minds, in a way that would transform us into the image of Christ, 
that we would please you in all that we do, in all that we say, in all that we think. And so I just want to take a moment right at the beginning of this series that we're going to go into some truths, we're going to unpack some declarations of God's word that we can speak to change our thinking. But if right now, this morning, as I've been speaking, as the Spirit has been ministering, that if you felt a touch from God, uh, maybe a nudge from the Spirit that says, this is you, this is your thinking, there are thought patterns and words and things going on in your internal dialogue that need to shift, that need to change I just want to ask you to, to maybe do something this morning and just to raise up your hand so I can pray with you, so that I can pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good because I believe that as we, even as we acknowledge it from the beginning, that that, that is a massive step towards shifting and changing the way that our lives are moving. And so God, we pray that we know that it can be easy to begin on this journey. And and while it may be awkward and uncomfortable and challenging to put our hands up even in a service like this, that it can be easy to start on this journey, but it can be hard to see it through. Because we are impatient people. Because God, we live in a world where we see instant things and so we want you to change us instantly, but that's not always how you work. And so God, I pray you will give... Give us persistence, that you would give us persistence on this journey, that as we pray into these things, as we seek your face, as we uh, declare your truth over these thought patterns in our lives, that God, we would keep on keeping on, that we would continue to declare your truth over and over and over again, day in and day out day in and day out until we recognize that your truth has now become our truth and that our lives are back in line with your path, with your plan, with your purpose. Because God, you are the author and the finisher of our faith. And so God, we pray that this morning you would take these good intentions as we raise our hands to the sky and declare, God, I need a change in my thought life. I need something to shift in what's going on inside of me right now, that you would take those good intentions and you would convert them into obedient action for you. But God, before anything else, before anything else, for each and every one of us in this room, may we declare above all else that Jesus, we need you. Jesus, we need you. That is the ultimate truth. We cannot do this on our own. Jesus, we need you to live our lives, to advance your kingdom, to walk in your purposes. We need you. We need you. So Holy Spirit, come into our lives right now. Rekindle that fire within us that burns for you. May we know without a shadow of a doubt that you are with us, that you are for us, that you love us, that no weapon formed against us can harm us because you are with us. You are our strength. You are our truth. God, we love you. God, we love you. We thank you that you are always with us, that you never leave us, that you never forsake us. And so right now in this moment, in this place, 
in the quietness of our seats, God, we just look to you. We say, we need you. Above all else, we need you. Holy Spirit, reveal to us what's going on inside. Speak truth over our lives. Help us to find those declarations that we can begin to make to shift our thinking, to change that internal dialogue, to be, to be in line with your truth, God. Because God, we need you. And we love you. And we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name.